Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Against the Grain. This is a podcast about arts, culture, literature, and uh, my name is Mike Lindgren. I will be your host today. And today we have with us Amy Wilson. Amy is an artist who has worked in several different media over the course of her career. And she is currently embarked on a new series of pieces that she will be hoping to exhibit sometime in the coming year. So, uh, Amy, uh, welcome. Uh, glad to have you here with us today. And, um, can you, uh, it's a little hard, I think, to uh, get a sense of this, but um, what we see here, what we have here is a piece of needlework that shows a woman, a young woman leaning out of a window, and it has this very kind of beautiful, complex sort of um, structure to it. And it's really kind of amazing. Um, can you tell us a little bit about this piece here, and well, and and how, how like what, what what's the background? Like, how did you hit upon this uh, very distinctive uh, sort of visual uh, style? Well, let me start out by explaining the process a little bit. I think that might be best. Uh, so this is um, it's a form of lace making. And what I'm basically making is, if you can think about it, um, is kind of like a very open fabric made out of thread. Uh, so, and it's a hybrid digital hand working and kind of machine assisted process. Mike Lindgren here again. You are listening to Against the Grain, and we interrupt to tell you that we have uh, arranged for the piece to be seen online for those of our listeners who want to look at it while they're listening to Amy Wilson talk. It can be seen at Contragrain, one word, contragrain.tumblr.com. If you go there, you should be able to look at the piece, and it is not necessary that you do so, but it may help enhance listening to Amy talk about it. Amy, can you tell us the the cap? It's not a caption; it's part of the work, but the words. It says, "We ran away," and then at the top, it will eventually say, "We sought refuge." Right. It has a kind of plaintive yeah. quality to it. Well, just to talk a little bit about the role of text in my work in general, um, you know, generally speaking, I think when you think about text in art, you think about someone like Barbara Kruger or Jenny Holzer, these very sort of large, bombastic words um, that kind of scream at you in which when you encounter the work, and in particular, I mean, Jenny Holzer, the text is the work, but in someone like Barbara Kruger, there's this image text relationship but you tend to really encounter the text first because it's very very hard to look at her work and not read first I think that's just your first impulse as a viewer and one of the things I've tried to do with my work is kind of find it more of a balance between the image and the text and I've tried doing that in my watercolor drawings by putting uh, lots and lots and lots of text so that you have to spend a lot of time with it and no words jump out at you first. If anything, you see the images first and then eventually you spend the time and read the text. And so one of the things I've been trying with the lace pieces is having the words kind of surround it 
rather than be uh, integrated in that same way. And that's just sort of par partially the limitation to the medium um, in terms of I can't use text exactly the same way I was in my drawing, which is fine. Um, and I'm also still trying to kind of play with this idea of um, having you encounter the image in a primary kind of way and then the text in a secondary kind of way. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm very interested in images and ideas that have to do with people connecting to nature in some sort of way. Um, and that's in this weird way kind of what this piece is about because it's this girl who's kind of up in this tree and more or less like a tree house that's but the tree house is completely taken over by the tree itself and it's just sort of talking about um, kind of running away and just sort of being in this safe spot uh, just totally surrounded by nature here, I, I sense a, a kind of, of interesting sort of feminist undercurrent, because it seems like this and a lot of your pieces, they deal with like young women, they deal with young women who are maybe um, a little lost or vulnerable, and it's also got such a distinctive visual style to it that feels highly, very expressive, uh, but there's a sort of poignance to it, so... Um, can you talk about that? Is that in, how that sure. might inform your work? Sure. Well, I mean, my pieces, I, I think about just about every piece that I've made, uh, you know, over the last 15 years or so as being a kind of self-portrait. Um, that I use these kinds of characters in my work as being stand-ins for myself. Um, they're sort of surrogates. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm a feminist. I believe very much in feminism and feminist art. Um, another thing to kind of put into the mix is I believe very much in the idea of craft. Um, and, you know, I'm of the age that when I was going, in, when I was in college and I was in grad school, if you had an instructor come into your, into your studio and say, you know, your, your work is just looking much too feminine right now. That, that was a really bad thing for your teacher to say. And God knows we all try to make our work look as unfeminine as possible. Or if someone came in and said, oh, I don't know, this work is too closely aligned with craft. That was also a really, really bad thing to say. And, uh, you know, I've just really been interested in going back both in my teaching, um, to a lesser extent in writing, and then in my own work towards really researching craft, learning about craft, and trying to really explore what it means to make a work of art that is feminine. This is Mike Lindgren. Against the Grain is what you have been listening to, a conversation with Amy Wilson an artist here in Jersey City, New Jersey. Amy's art can be seen at amy-wilson.com. This has been Against the Grain. You can listen to past episodes at contragrain.tumblr.com. Thank you so much for joining us.